Welcome to another edition of the It's Cavalier podcast. It's your boy Mac. And tonight, our Cleveland Cavaliers took on the Orlando Magic in what is essentially the rubber match between the two. And after seeing them now three times this early into the season, Cleveland should be real familiar with them. Palo and company are another up-and-coming team in the East and could be a team that the Cavs match up with come the postseason. But if tonight is any indication, these two are in much different tiers. It was an absolute ass-kicking. With tonight's victory, they are now 2-1 against them in the regular season. In the first game back on December 6th, our all-star backcourt duo of Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell combined for 61 total points on a very efficient 22-42. of it was enough to overshadow a very good game from Paolo Banchero, who dropped a season-high 42 points on the Cavs at the time. But honestly, the most memorable thing from that victory to me was the fact that Cleveland held Orlando to an Antarctic 2 of 23 from 3-point distance. That is less than 8.7%. In the rematch back on December 11th, Orlando returned the favor as they held Cleveland to a paltry 22.5% from distance and route to a 104-94 victory that saw the Magic get well-balanced scoring from up and down the roster. Eight Magic players scored seven or more points, led by Paolo with 20. Now, ultimately, they used a monstrous third in which they doubled up the Cavs by scoring 30 points. In this one, you just knew it was going to be a good game from the Cavs from the start. They got off to an 18-7 start as they drilled four early triples. Hell, they ended the first quarter alone up 38-19 with eight total three-pointers made. Sam fucking Merrill had four all by himself on his way to a 12-point quarter. He would finish tonight's game with 26 points on eight of 13 from the field. Every shot attempt doubled as a heat-seeking missile. Fuck, everything that man puts up looks like it's destined to drop. It's almost as if he's made a deal with the basketball gods in exchange for the ultimate green light. And if this was 2K, Sam would probably have every shooting badge known to man applied to as my player. I mean, he's been that good. He has been that good of a shooter. He has now drilled 66 total triples in just 26 appearances. Dude is cash money, or rather money Merrill. After all that hoping and praying that Cleveland would shore up the spacing this offseason, after finishing the 22-23 season, making the NBA's 19th most triples per game with 11.6, the basketball gods have blessed us with this Kyle Korver clone, who has played a massive role in helping Cleveland knock down the 8th most triples per game this season at 13.2. In other words, spacing is no longer an issue at this point. I don't care what the Caps have to do to get it done. JB better keep Sam Merrill in the lineup even after Darius Garland and Evan Mobley return. His impact wasn't just on the offensive end either. Merrill has legitimately looked like a high-level point-of-attack defender out there. Now, I gave you guys his overall defensive stats in the last pod, and after tonight, those numbers will surely look better. He can shoot. He can defend his ass off. He can rebound. He can playmake. Seriously, what can this man do? How the fuck did he bounce around the league for so long? And yes, I know I'm probably overreacting here, but I really believe that if he was just a bit taller, you know, two to three inches, the Cavs would contemplate starting him. He has been that good. He's definitely good enough to start on other teams, but he's ours. I love it. Let's fucking go. You know who else made it a point to show up tonight? Donovan Spida Mitchell. This man had the audacity to drop not only 25 points on Orlando's head, but dish out 13 assists as well. I know, right? What an asshole. Now, I'm joking, obviously. Donovan never fails to impress. He did it all tonight. 
this was his second game of the season with 13 assists his 20th with at least 25 points his fifth with at least four steals his 20th with at least three triples for real this man did it all now on the last pod i spoke about how mitchell has quickly become one of if not the league's best combo guard tonight's performance really just exemplifies that to a t Mitchell is so damn versatile that he can morph into whatever the situations call for. His ability to facilitate was always apparent to me, but it's really been given the spotlight due to Darius Garland's absence. Mitchell is spending the most time of his career at the point guard position. Now, as of recording this, and I recognize this number could change, but according to Cleaning the Glass, he has logged roughly 62% of his minutes at lead guard. Again, that is likely to change after tonight's game is factored in. This has led to some seriously pondering whether or not this is his best position. This meaning point guard. Now, that's a conversation for another day, but trust and believe I understand after what we see from him during this stretch of basketball without Evan Mobley and Darius Garland on the court. The team is as hot as an active volcano and has amassed a 13-3 record during this stretch and have now won eight straight games, their best winning streak of the season so far. And during this span of time, Spida is now averaging 28.1 points, 7.8 dimes, and 2.1 steals while completing 47.4% of his field goal attempts including 35 and a half percent of his triples overall he just looks unstoppable out there on that court moreover the Cavs as a unit looked unstoppable Dean Wade in just 24 minutes drove three more triples going three of three from distance on the night as a whole he is now 10 of 20 over his last three games after going a combined two of 10 over the previous six tonight's performance brings his three-point percentage up to 40 percent and as I said on the last pod, confidence is perhaps the biggest key to Dean Wade's overall impact out there. When he's confident enough to pull the trigger, he will make more shots than he will miss. In the case in point, when Wade attempts four or more triples per game, he shoots 39.3% from distance. And that's no small sample size either. That is over the course of 75 games, nearly a season's worth of contests. Wade knows his role and he's been playing very well in it. He also had another quality defensive outing, making life hard on the likes of Franz Wagner, denying him any real space when the two shared the court with one another. He played the passing lanes well, he provided very good help defense, he was a positive on that end, and a positive overall on the night. Wade would end the game a very good plus 24. Elsewhere, George Niang finished with 11 points and 5 rebounds. The G-Wagon has scored in double figures in 7 of his last 8 games, averaging 14.6 points per game in the process, all the while completing a blistering, and I mean a flat-out blistering, 47.3% of his triples. There is no way around it. He is shooting the lights out right now and has been one of the Cavs' 8 best players. And I know to throw that 8 in there as a number is crazy, but considering how suddenly deep this Cavs roster is now, I say that's kind of a compliment. I recognize that there will be some tough conversations once the team is fully healthy or at the very least gets DG and Evan Mobley back, but if Niang's play over this recent stretch is any indication, he has done more than enough to render himself a must-play in this stacked lineup. Shifting gears here a bit, I would be remiss if I didn't touch base on Jared Allen's record-breaking night. Now, we've been praising this man left and right lately, and deservedly so, right? He's been fully unleashed with four shooters around him out there. He's just playing some good-ass basketball at the moment. But tonight was extra special because the big man out of Texas set a new franchise record for us with his 12th straight double-double, a record previously held by former Cavaliers Andre Drummond and Elmore Smith. 
Allen pulled down his 10th rebound at the 6.03 mark of the third quarter after Orlando's Palo Pichero missed a 13-foot jumper, resulting in the entire bench to celebrate this milestone. Allen would finish the game with 14 points, 11 rebounds, and 4 assists in addition to 2 blocks. He really is capable of doing it all, ladies and gentlemen. He keeps using DHOs to dissect the defense, and many of his field goals tonight were the result of a perfectly placed screen, especially on this play in which he ran a nice two-man game with Donovan Mitchell. After he hands the ball off, Allen immediately cuts to the basket where he dunks it home. He did much the same during this sequence with Max Struess. He hands the ball off and then cuts to the rim, resulting in another dunk. J.A. now has 18 games with at least 10 boards and 17 total double-doubles on the season. Now, one has to wonder how much better can Allen truly get? But at the end of the day, if this is peak Jared Allen, I can live with that. I want to see this streak continue for as long as it can. He is just such a likable player and appears to really be enjoying himself and basketball, man. His love for the game is clear. And after that dreadful showing against the New York Knicks in which he got outplayed by Mitchell Robinson, this recent stretch of games has definitely earned him some redemption. Something else I was really hoping to see tonight with the absence of Karis LeVert was real minutes for the likes of Cavs rookie sensation, Craig Porter Jr., who figures to be the odd man out once the team returns Karis and Darius. Somebody is likely to lose their minutes once that happens. But for tonight, CPJ got that run and I was content with the minutes. He isn't perfect and as we all know, he's just not a dependable floor spacer at this point in his career but what he will do is make up for that with some strong drives to the cup an excellent feel for where his teammates will be porter jr doled out five assists tonight and made some quality passes in the process his dime to sam merrill really sticks out being on his back and demanding the basketball down there very high percentage shot for him from that spot merrill for three now here's a few things to consider, Cavs fans. Craig Porter Jr. is a 6'2 guard playing on a team that features high-level guard play in the starting lineup, as well as a bevy of players capable of giving solid mints at both guard positions. There's Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Karis LeVert, Isaac Okoro, Sam Merrill. You could even throw Max Struess in there as he will continue to play two guard in certain lineups. That is a lot of mouths to feed and not enough minutes to go around. Something else to consider is that the two-way players can only appear in 50 games for their NBA clubs. CBJ has now suited up in 28 games this season, and with just 22 left, the Cavs have to be careful not to use those appearances in the wrong games, especially with this team's injury history. They gotta be smart about it. And after Ricky Rubio retired, the thought process for many fans, including myself, is that CPJ should be the one to take his roster spot i.e. converting his contract. That could definitely still happen, and I think it will, but time will tell. Things I loved from this game. I love the fact that we got those CBJ minutes, 22 to be exact. His appearances will probably be a little more sporadic once Darius and Karis come back. The Cavs won the turnover battle 15-9 to tonight, and it resulted in them scoring 22 points off turnovers. Everyone that played for Cleveland tonight scored, even Damian Jones, who drilled a triple late in the fourth quarter. Donovan Mitchell moved into a tie with former Cavalier Damon Jones for 13th on the all-time three-pointers list in franchise history. He has drilled 344 total three-pointers across a season and a half now. The Cavs didn't allow a single 20-point score tonight, something that has been happening more and more lately. The Cavs never trailed. It's the third game in a row that that's been the case. They also held an opponent below 100 for the fourth straight time. 
Tonight marked the fourth time this season that Cleveland has drilled 20 or more triples. Now looking ahead, I won't lie, this is a team that has a tall task on their hands as they continue their road trip on Wednesday night against the Milwaukee Bucks. Now I'm assuming they will have to face Giannis, who missed the Cavs last game against them just a couple of games back. That will be appointment viewing, and if they are able to win their ninth straight, the league better watch out. And with that being said, as I always tell you guys, if you'd like to reach out, you know how you can. It's Cavalier underscore pod on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and more. If you would like to be added to the It's Cavalier Discord chat, you know what to do. Leave a rating, leave a review, send a screenshot to said review to iscavalier53 at gmail.com, and I will send you an invite. That said, go Cavs. Have a good night.